the good glow up ladies podcast i'm your girl bb i'm spunky thank you guys for tuning in we're gonna kick this thing off right with a game what type of game we got today so in movies or cartoons i want to know between two characters which one had i guess the worst jealousy or the worst obsession or just the, the biggest villain between the two so oh, are you ready villains versus villains yes Okay, I'm ready. I'm excited. Okay, so the first one is going to be Ike Turner in What's Love Got to Do With It or Taraji's character in Acrimony. Which one of those? Hands down, Ike Turner Okay, in What's Love Got to Do With It. And why? He was just the devil. He was evil. <laughs> like, right. he didn't want to see that lady shine. Exactly. Um, he wanted to be great and he wanted to make her great, which he, I mean, he had a big part to do with why she was who she was. But at the same time, she was Tina Turner. Um, and she did that because she was great. He used to beat that woman ass and I don't appreciate it. And she went a long time. Definitely. Uh, with that, in that relationship going through that. I can agree with that. Definitely. Okay. So next we have Ursula from Mermaid. Versus Jafar from Aladdin. Oh, that one's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Jafar is way more jealous than Ursula because he literally was super envious mm-hmm. of what's the man's name? The Sultan. There we go. What mm-hmm. is real name though? What is other name? It's just Sultan or Dad. That's it. It's been a little bit since I watched the movie. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, he definitely was super envious of him and his lifestyle. And he wanted to be it. So, yeah. He's definitely more jealous than um, Ursula. Okay. Okay. That's fair. So, for number three, we have Cinderella's stepmother versus the sister to Whitney Houston and the bodyguard. Oh, which one of those had the most, I guess, jealous tendencies or was the worst kind of jealous? So, okay, the stepsister to Cinderella. Well, the stepmother, because, you know, she was the one with puppet strings. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So which version are we talking about? Moesha and Whitney Houston? I mean, uh, Moesha, Brandy and Whitney (laughs) Houston? We can. can. (laughs) That's my favorite version. I'm so mad Disney Plus doesn't have it up there. I emailed them and everything. They truly don't have it. They They don't don't. have it. Uh, But no, that was a side note. Whitney Houston bodyguard. Why would you say Whitney Houston bodyguard? Because she hired the hitman. She would shoot him up bang bang. She wouldn't play no games. I think my whole issue was the fact they were like sisters. You know, it's like you and Shana. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's sad, sad. 
I can't even imagine myself doing that. Right. But, you know, I guess that jealousy exactly. gets to you sometimes. Okay. And number four, we have Ronnie and Players Club and Molly from Insecure. Oh. Because, <laughs> you know, Ronnie and Diamond, they started out friends. They did. And then, you know, the little freaky stuff went <laughs> out. <laughs> I guess I'm about to go with Molly at Insecure because, like, well, Ronnie... She was jealous, but at the same time, she wanted to be with her. Right. Like, she wanted to get at her in, like, different ways. So, it's just like, if she would have just let her get at her, then she would have been all fine and good. That's true. Um, So, that's why I feel like more so Molly, because Molly, although, you know, she's friends with Issa, Mm -hmm. she's always wanted to be the top dog. Exactly. Um, And I feel like... Molly is jealous of Issa because of the things that she lacks thereof. Exactly. Um, and that's the reason why she doesn't support her the way that she needs to. Mm-hmm. No, I agree 100%. 100%. You're doing good. So my last and final one will be Scar from Lion King versus Tariq and Power. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. These are good. Look at this. Um <laughs> Wow. Okay. I would have to say Scar, because Scar was definitely jealous of uh, Mufasa. Um, he wanted to be the king. And he made that very clear to the whole mainland, to Simba, that he wanted to be the person that everybody looked up to. Um, and so that's the reason why he killed Mufasa. Mm-hmm. Um, Tariq, Lord Jesus. Right. Tariq. He, I don't think it was ever a jealousy thing. It was more so that his daddy kept lying to him and he was just being a stupid dude. And because his daddy wasn't doing the things that he wanted him to do at the time, he looked elsewhere for those things. And because he looked elsewhere for that attention that his daddy wasn't giving him and his daddy proved to him time and time again that he wasn't necessarily on quote unquote his side. Mm -hmm. um, I think that he just became very angry it wasn't like, I want to be you, daddy. Because at, at one point, it was like, I don't even want you around. I don't want to look at you. I don't want to do deal anything with you. Um, it was more so, I just want you gone. Not, not because I'm jealous of you, but more so because I just can't stand to see the look of the things that you keep doing to me and my mm-hmm. family, specifically my mom. Okay, that's fair. That's, that's a, a good way to look at it. Um, I think that one could argue that in a sense, he was jealous that he may have had some sort of power, especially mm-hmm. the control and position of him being dead. I don't know. I really have a complex of Tariq kind of wanting to be the main guy. And I feel like he knew he could never be that with Ghost being around. But I also agree with you, too, where it may not have been rooted in jealousy. It just sort of came off that way because he, if you think about it, he did everything Ghost did. Mm-hmm. Sell drugs, like exactly. He wanted to move the same way exactly, he moved. Exactly, exactly. So, but no, I agree with you. Um, in regards to Scar being more jealous and wanting his position, like for facts, it was no guessing. Like this is it, right? So, I agree. This is why I'm here today. We're gonna get into the whole topic of jealousy, and I know that can be a huge array of different forms with different people and different relationships. But in the first part of the segment, we're just going to kind of give our own definition of jealousy. And if we know, or if we ever experience jealousy within our personal circles and 
how we handle that situation. Um, there could be certain mechanisms that you can use to kind of bring that sort of energy to someone's attention. So I kind of want to address if you have any kind of good ideas on how to talk to someone, if you notice that they are being jealous. We're going to go into the acutesis with items that anyone would be jealous for. And in that note, we're talking more figuratively than literally. And then we're going to wrap up the session with, with your best friend or your husband. Which one is more dangerous for that person to be jealous of you? Well, BB, how would you define jealousy? So jealousy to me is more so like a comparison. Mm-hmm. Like envy and jealousy are essentially the same thing. So whatever word you want to use. Um, so it's more so like when you're upset at somebody or you're bitter that someone else did something that you want. Uh, it's something that you long for or something that you aren't doing, but they are doing. You become jealous or envious of this person. Like, I want to be able to do this, but yet you're getting the fame for it. Or I'm doing this and people are recognizing you for the same work that I'm doing or we're doing. So it's just like, it's a lot of different things where jealousy can come into. Um, So I just feel like jealousy against is basically a comparison of two different things uh, or two different human beings. Um, One that they aren't doing or maybe doing. I totally agree with that. And if I just had to sum it up in a few words, I would say that jealousy is nothing but love and hate at the same time. Because at the same time, you really admire that person because you want to do or be who they are. And you want people to love and admire you how that person is loved and admired. So essentially, you really have love for that person or they wouldn't even be on your radar. And then the hate Mm -hmm. comes in because you're mad at the way other people love them or that they're good in sports or that they have really nice hair or they don't have issues with losing weight. You know, we just have to be really careful and mindful of that. Like you said, the whole comparison thing, because it is rooted in what I don't have versus what you have. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the dangers of that complex because there's so many other factors that go into why this person may not have struggled in this department. But what about the things they do struggle in? Maybe you're really good in those capacities. So I think that that's a great definition for it. And have you ever been in a situation where someone was jealous of you? Yes, I have been. Um, And uh, I would say there's one that kind of stands out more specifically um, because it hit a little closer to home because of how our relationship was. I knew this person for a very long time Um, and it kind of hit different because they were jealous of me and I never knew. Wow. Um, It's like we knew each other for a very long time and then, you know, it just came out one day and it was just Mm -hmm. like, wow, like never knew you felt this way. I thought we were on a different level. I thought we were higher than that. I thought we were better than that. And you're looked at in the way that I was looked at at that moment. It was just like, well, why can't you be happy for me? Why can't you be supportive? Why can't you see me and you on the same level? Because I never looked at you the way that you just looked at me. Exactly. Um, And I just thought, you know, we were better than that. And so that's the reason, that's the reason why it affected me the way that it did. No, I think that's fair. And I think that especially when it hits home, that it's going to hit different versus a stranger or someone that you're just familiar with. You know, I've had some, I guess, experiences when it comes to someone close being, quote unquote, jealous. 
Um, I try not, I try not to dwell in it because it's kind of rooted in negative energy, but it makes me kind of just not want to share as many accomplishments or I don't want to ever come off as braggadocious because I feel like both you and I have been extremely best in so many facets of our life that right. if we shared everything, it would bring the haters and it would bring the jealousy because right. people are like, oh, well, my situation is going like this. How come everything is going right in their particular lives and their particular right. avenue? Me being conscious and aware of the whole jealousy thing has affected me more then I get actually the person that's jealous because sometimes they don't even know. Like when you confronted the person, did they even know that they were giving off jealous vibes? Um, Not so much. They were just seeing it that we had a disagreement. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's cool to look at it that way. But I just <laughs> saw it as more so like, well, I pointed you out on the things that the characteristic that you were showing me. Um take ownership of that and see what you are doing um, to make me feel this way. And then we can figure out how we can fix it and move forward. Um, Because just because you're jealous of me or someone doesn't mean that you guys can't work it out because uh, Kelly was jealous of Beyonce and she literally Mm -hmm. like certain things in her life. She would kind of like avoid doing, or she did because she wanted to be, in the line, like, like Beyonce, like they were in Destiny's Child. And so like, she had that conversation with her. And because she had that conversation, Beyonce understood. And it was just like, thank you for telling me, thank you for being vulnerable in that moment and being mm-hmm. honest. I appreciate the person who said this to me for telling me what it was. Cause it's like, this is your truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> it wasn't necessarily receptive. I got you. Uh, the way that it should have been. Like, okay, we can work on this. It was more so like, well, it is what it is. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, that's fine too. Right. I'm and I'm on in life. It's, it's interesting because I, I think you have to really know, like, and really pay attention to it because jealousy can come in so many different forms. You know, it can be the, like, seemingly innocent joke or- oh, yeah. Whenever you mention something to someone, you know, you don't hear as loud of an, as an, of applause from this particular person versus mm-hmm. the other, your other friends and things. Mm-hmm. And it, sometimes it can be very subtle where, you know, they show up to the event, but it, it's no love there. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. why does person come with an attitude or why right. are they not interacting with anybody? Why are they just sitting there, you know? And it's just really crazy. And, and I can totally respect Kelly for doing that because I can only imagine seeing your friend propel to that height of success but in the flip side of it, I'm sure throughout that conversation and kind of what made Kelly be comfortable in the space that she's in is the fact that Beyonce probably shared what all she had to give up to be Beyonce, you know? I mean, of course, you know, she was able to still have the family and things like that. But even on the homecoming trailer, you know, or in the documentary, she's saying how she would love to spend all this time with her kids. She just had twins and she could barely spend two hours with them out the day, you know, and most of her work and time is spent on the stage preparing for this moment. So it's certain events and certain things that you have to give up when you are successful. And I feel like jealous people or people that have the mindset to envy others, I really would encourage them to see the flip side of things because just because they're exceeding in their, like, I guess the spotlight area, you don't know what's 
hell, Jay-Z, was she no Beyonce? We didn't even know that, right. you know? So right. we're looking at her like, oh my God, you just have it all. You have the fame, you have the husband, you have the kid. Like, it's just mm-hmm. perfect. And you meanwhile, she's crying. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I just think that we just have to be really cautious. And especially when you're looking at celebrity lifestyles, I mean, I definitely think that there needs to be a, I don't know, a measuring scale or to tone back because these people go through so much and we don't hear it to years later to where we're like, dang, we had no idea that they were struggling with depression or had suicidal thoughts and all these Mm -hmm. things, you know? So I would just caution people to be careful, but you confronted the person. What was some of the mechanisms that you used to, I guess, address the issue to begin with? Um, well, I'm always a, a peaceful person. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Right. Um, so I essentially went to this person and said, hey, we need to talk um, because of the conversation that we had um, not too long ago. It didn't necessarily go the way that I thought it was going to. Um, because, you know, with me, we grown. We can always have a calm, cool, collective conversation. Mm-hmm. Get your thoughts out, get your point across, say what you have to say, and then we can figure out how to move past it. And so that was all I was trying to do. And so when I confronted this individual, again, it didn't necessarily go the way I thought it was going to go, but that's neither here nor there. Um, But it just literally at the end of the day, I told the person there's no love lost. Um, I appreciate you for letting me know what the deal is. Um, and, And I totally wholeheartedly feel like there's no love loss, but right. I just know how to react when I'm around you now. Like you said, like, you know, I'm not going to be too braggadocious. I'm not going to necessarily say certain things because I don't know exactly how you're going to react towards them. Although it kind of, like you said, it kind of halts you as a human being right. to yell at loud at the rooftops if you wanted to. And people should be able to be able there to support you support. if they're for you. But mm-hmm. if you got some people that are hating or jealous of you, it kind of gets a little hard. So therefore you can find yourself. You're just like, mm, okay, maybe I'm not going to tell you because again, right. I, don't, I don't know how you're going to react. Or last exactly. time I did say that you reacted like such, and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily what somebody who was a supportive, non-hating or jealous friend would do. Exactly. Um, exactly. So yeah, I just... There's lots of different ways to go forth it, but I just took the route of just having a conversation. I think that that's the the best approach. Was it in person or over the phone? Like, were you able to meet up with this? That's the thing. Um, (laughs) I really (laughs) wish it was over in person, but it wasn't. I got you. Yeah. I I think it would have been maybe a little different if it was. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you would have put them hands on her? Like, what would have been? No. Been see, as, <laughs> see, what did I say at the beginning? I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, that's totally not in you at all. No, at no, all. no, no. Not, not the case. Um, it would have been a better conversation to have in person. Yeah. And I think that certain conversations are better in person because you get to see the person's emotions and body language and... I think that certain things come off wrong and that's kind of why I have my three-step process before I start talking to people. And I will also say that this occurred later in life because, I mean, I just got to the point of maturity because initially if I felt like someone was 
negative energy or wasn't in my best interest. I mean, it was immediate cutoff. I'm not even going to lie. Like that was my character flaw. You know, I apologize to anyone that I did that to because it wasn't very mature. It wasn't mature at all. But that's how I handle situations. And I, I, in that moment, in that time, I thought that I was doing the right thing because I thought if someone was giving you these vibes that it was best to just cut ties. But that's not fair because it didn't get, allow me to hear their side of the story. You know, it's two sides to every story. And mm-hmm. maybe sometimes how I received it wasn't how they wanted to put it out there. So gotcha. I do apologize for just cutting certain people off. But Ain't nothing cut that bit. Oh. <laughs> right. You know, I kind of had that name. That is what like you got it. going on. Right. So now yeah. I have like a three-step process of just like, you know, initially I'm going to handle it via conversation. It's going to be very lighthearted conversation. It's nothing antagonistic. It's just, yo, I'm just presenting this to you. Honestly, want to say these things. And you're like, no, I totally meant right. mm-hmm. Exactly. So after I have the conversation, if I see it again, I'm going to text about it. Because I'm like, maybe I didn't communicate it the way that they could interpret it. So let me text. Like they didn't convey it the right way. Right. I got you. Exactly. Let me text and maybe that's how they responded. Because some people are visual. So they can see it on paper and like, oh, that's what she meant. And then, you know, if it's the third time, I'm going to send you my email where I'm going to count from the first conversation we had up until this moment of me having to address the situation. She's not lying, y'all. Like, I'm notorious for email. And, you know, after that point, it's it's done. Like, I don't feel like there's anything else to address because at this point, anything that you do going forward is intentional. <laughs> so, oh, for sure. No, I totally agree with you there. So it's like, I, I don't really have anything else to say in this moment in this time because we've talked about it. We've addressed it in several different platforms. You heard me. You acknowledged it. But that's just you. And that's how you want to handle or maneuver in our relationship. And I'm I'm done. So... You know, best no, of no, no. I definitely like that you've matured and you've given yourself a three-step process before definitely. you just pull the cord. Um, <laughs> and I, I totally. That's really that's growth because I mean, like you said before, you know, some people are just like, oh no, I'm cutting you off all the way. I don't even want to hear what you got to say. Right. You don't even want to deal with you anymore, kind of thing. And it's really better to just have a conversation. And most of the time, it's better to have these conversations if you can in person. In person. But if not, have them over the phone. Don't text because, because like with the text and the email, things can get so much misconstrued, misinterpreted, everything, everything. But sometimes you just have to go resort to those manners because that's the only way that you guys can communicate. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, I would just definitely say, you know, if you're trying to, uh, figure out this whole jealousy, hatred thing. Um, whenever you're talking to a friend or family member, um, try to just talk it out first. And then like, you know, if you want to give yourself a three-step process, four-step process, maybe just one-step process. Um, yeah, <laughs> just, no. you know, do what you do to sit up here and mend that. If not, you just pull the cord. Just one of those things, just one of those life moments. And I just... I don't understand, especially how a friend who you tell the downside to and the upside to how they could ever have the animosity or jealousy towards you because you saw my struggle. You right. saw like where I was down and out and where I had to sacrifice and not go out or I didn't I couldn't do certain things I wanted to do because I was focused on this project. And once the project is a success, like you should be my biggest cheerleader. You saw the sacrifice, you know? Exactly. So I can more so understand someone who's like an associate, you know, who know you, but don't really know you. And then they 
kind of jealous of your success because they don't know the backstory of it. They're just seeing the end product. It's always trying to show love and be positive because- Exactly. Because that's the only way to do it. Exactly. exactly. And then like, like you said, like, it really does put a tamper on our spirits because, you know, just knowing you and I, we're not even braggadocious people. No. And so, like, we're not just pompous people who just like, oh, I got this going on, blah, 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 you know, whatever. No, we're, you know, if somebody asks us, you know, what you got going on or whatever, you will come out and say, hey, you know, hey, this happened to me. You know, I got a new job or, you know, whatever. You know, I got a new house kind of thing, yeah. whatever kind of thing. Yeah. Then we'll come out or sometimes we'll just come out and say, hey, you know, this happened to me and right. you know, I want you to be happy for me Um, and like you know sometimes people aren't and people are going to be jealous of you like regardless of what you do nothing you can do nothing you can do about it blew my mind because at one point I was so naive to think that for people not to like you you genuinely had to do something to them you Mm -hmm. know I had no. no idea that people just wouldn't like you just because of who you are. I just find yes. that so fascinating. It's, oh, yeah. You it's, know me. it's typically folks do not like you when they you are something that they are not. But I can't help you with that. What about the things that I am not? Maybe you are great in those facets. But that's the thing. So, like, literally, it's probably things that they don't like with them themselves as well. So, they're just like, oh, yeah, you do that? All right, I don't like you. That is crazy. And it is sad because typically when you don't like somebody, you're looking at yourself. Yeah. And that's where the whole love and hate dynamic comes in at. Mm-hmm. How do you decipher jealousy of a friend or associate versus that's just how they are? Like they're just not an excitable person or they never show anybody any kind of applause or congratulations. Like how do you know when the energy is like a little bit more tainted towards your way versus another person? Yeah, that one is kind of hard because, you know, some people do just react to everyone the same way. Um, and so you would never really know, like, is is this just is this directed towards me or right. do you really do that? Um, but but <laughs> I think um I think if somebody like if you have a friend group, for mm-hmm. instance, and it's five of you guys, and if if friend who's not supportive, if she went to two of the friend stuff and didn't go to uh, the other two friends, then you kind of know like, all right, Maybe, yeah, it's the other two friends is something about that. Mm-hmm. You know, she must be jealous, or either she just don't f with you like that, right. or you know, it could be a lot of different things. She's just like, you know, I like you, but I don't really like what you stand for. You know, whatever. So there could be a lot of things wrapped up in there because how that person shows you is exactly how that's when you know, like, okay, maybe they are a little jealous. Maybe they are a little hater. Yeah. Certain situations where I've been cool or friends with someone and they were openly give, I guess, congratulations or compliments about certain characteristics that I have or things that I've achieved, like as far as like it comes to, I guess, goals or you know body type or hair and I'm just looking like you never compliment me and I'm not in those moments I'm not thinking oh I need a compliment but it's like why are you so open or why are you so okay to give them a compliment but when it comes to you and our interaction it never as much and you know sometimes I can peep that and so I overly give compliments because I'm trying to make you secure about yourself It's not a, I want a compliment back. So it's like, I'm pouring into you all this positive energy, all this positive energy. And when I start to peep, it never comes back this way. It's extremely hard for me to maintain that quote unquote friendship because 
I mean, at the end of the day, you're a hater, bro. And you can say, hater. oh, why can't I just give compliments to other people? But it's like, bro, literally, I have the same stuff that you're complimenting about. You've never said any of those things to me, ever. No, that's the real deal. <laughs> like, because those are things that have happened to me in my life. And it's just like, and you peep, you start to peep it. Like, at first, you, you know, it don't it don't phase you. Right. You're just like, oh, okay. But then all of a sudden, you start realizing, and you're just like, huh. Yeah. So... You give her a compliment every time you see her, yeah. but I can have on the most banging bomb outfit in the world and you're not going to say anything to me. Anything, anything like ever. And it's just and I so just, weird. It is the weirdest thing. Cause it's just like, again, like you and I, like we'll give you a compliment regardless of who you are. Like, and so like, I try to treat my friends all the same, mm-hmm. like real deal. I try to treat my friends all the same, especially, you know, if you are a good friend to me. Um, and so like, if I see somebody like, girl, you, what you got on is banging. Like your hair is on fleet, whatever. Um, but like, if I can't get that same energy back, right. it's kind of like, oh, okay. Like, oh, you're, um, or they're just like, oh yeah, you cute. Yeah. I'm like, okay it's so sarcastic it's like i can't just get an open compliment right like oh you are oh you got a lot of friends a lot of people like you Mm, what okay (laughs) why are you noticing that (laughs) where are your friends and people that like you and maybe what are you putting off you know what i'm saying you never give me compliments so maybe those other people feel the same way (laughs) And maybe maybe. With you. maybe. <laughs> so we're going to go into the You Cute Sis and move on to the second segment. So stick with us, guys. We'll be back. So that was an awesome first segment, Spunky. I really appreciate how we talked about the differences and jealousy as it regards to um, individuals within your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll definitely tap back into it after the You Cute Sis segment. So this is the You Cute Sis segment. It's giving you that extra boost of confidence whenever you go anywhere to know that You Cute Sis. You Cute Girl. So we're going to highlight today top five, top five, top five items that somebody else would be jealous of hey. if you had this on. Okay. Show out, show out. So the first thing I would have to say is designer bags and shoes. Oh yeah. Folks love a nice designer bag and shoes. You got a Chanel? Oh, folks <laughs> peeping. They like, oh, what what she do? What, how, how she get that? You know how much that bag costs? Eight thousand dollars. What? How, right. Is that real? Oh no, that's fake. That's the jealousy. You know, they hate it. There we go. Hey. <laughs> the same way with the shoes. Oh, she got them Prada shoes on. Oh, she got the Balenciagas. Oh, she got the yoke with that Goyard bag. Oh, oh, oh. See, they just be over here like, how'd she get that? What, what'd she do? You know, it's a lot of all that speculation kind of stuff. The next one would be your sneaker game. So all those people that got J's, that wear Yeezys, you know, all those nice, again, that kind of go into that designer type of shoe. Folks be, that's the, that envy, that jealous, like, oh, yeah. how you cop those? You stood in line? Mm-hmm. Oh, where you get those from? How much you cop those for? <laughs> you know, it's always those type of things. Um, it's just like, where I get those? Oh, mm-hmm. Or it's like, oh, those ain't real for real. Check the inside of those shoes. 
Right. Um, the next one would be leather or faux fur pieces or even fur pieces, depending on if you rock that way. Um, so anything leather just seems expensive. Anything fur or faux fur just seems expensive. So it's just like, ooh, where'd she get that from? It's always it those type of compliments. It mm-hmm. catches that eye. It just makes you look well put together. Mm-hmm. Um, number four would be a top hat. So all those brothers and sisters out there that love to wear hats like me, um, the hat is definitely something that people draw attention to. So people are going to be very envious, especially if it's a, a different type of hat that nobody mm-hmm. else has. They're always going to be like, hey, where'd you get this from? Very envious and very jealous of like, hey, the number five would be any type of banging accessory. And when I'm saying banging accessory, that could be a belt, Gucci belt. That could be a um, pair of earrings, anything metallic, anything that's shiny, has that glitter, that bling, um, any type of sequin, Folks love things like that. And I really feel like people are envious of pieces of clothing when they have that added detail. They just give you that je ne sais quoi that pop. Remember, you cute, sis. You cute. That was an awesome you cute, sis, BB. Thanks for putting us on game, you know. You're welcome. Anytime. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to be the envy of their friends? I mean, I think that's pretty cool. Right. I agree. But I want to talk about specific relationships that could be more damaging, like one or the other, like in a situation where if you have your best friend that is jealous of you, is that more damaging than having a spouse that is jealous of you? Like, how would you weigh those two? To me, it's the spouse. Okay. Because the spouse knows you more or should know you more than your best friend. Um, so if your spouse is jealous of you, mm-hmm. oh, that's all hell. Um, right. because it's just like, how are we getting along? You can use anything because you're supposed to know me the best mm-hmm. against me. Um, at that point you can pull out anything right. sexually, physically, mentally, um, to put that against me. If that's what you were trying to go forth and do. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you say as far as like what would be more damaging to have your manager or your coworker jealous of you? Like, which of those would be more damaging? The manager, because he can fire you. He or she can <laughs> fire you with the quickness, um, right? So if they see something um, in you that they don't like, oh, regardless of what it is, big or small, something that you did or did not do, oh, they can make your workday life a living hell. Um, so I definitely feel like the manager over the coworker because <laughs> a coworker to me is just like, I don't know. You can kind of get back at them a little easier. Just tell them what it is. A manager that could be, the, that could be used against you. And then from there, mm-hmm. it's just, it's your word against theirs. And then being the manager, as long as it's not nothing too strenuous or serious, you're going to get fired before they will. That's true. That's very true. They can hinder your, like, I mean, they have so much control. It's like your performance reviews, put you on certain projects and assignments. I mean, that literally is like the pits. I mean, to go into the environment every day, knowing that your manager is kind of out to get you in some regards, that definitely sucks. I, I totally agree with you. What do you think about a sibling versus a parent? being jealous because parents can be jealous of their children. Oh, they definitely can. But I definitely feel like with parents, um, they always 
allow you to come back in. They always Mm -hmm. find a way to forgive. Mm -hmm. Um, With siblings, not so much. Uh, You can have a civil rivalry that goes on forever, um, regardless of, you know, whose fault it was. So I definitely feel the most dangerous could essentially be your sibling um, because of just, you know, who they are as the individuals. And again, I feel like your parents would be more willing to forgive you because of course, you know, they birthed you in this world and they're like, Oh, my baby, you Mm -hmm. know, I'll give him a second chance or, you know, whatever. But that jealousy of a sibling that can take a whole nother turn. Right. No, I agree a hundred percent because I feel like even when a parent is jealous of your success or things that they may have sacrificed to get you where you are and then you're in that position and they're like, damn, like that was my dream. That's what I wanted to do. So that jealousy can kind of creep in. But at the end of the day, they're still going to have that proud factor and that, that agape love of this is like my child versus your sibling. I mean, it's more of a almost like a friendship, really, because I mean, it's just another person. You guys, of course, have the same parents. But I mean, outside of that, it's really no guaranteed love there, which is crazy to say because, you know, I have two older brothers, but I I agree with you where I've known situations where siblings haven't talked in years, you know, for various reasons. And I don't feel like um, it could happen with a parent, but typically you're going to just fold and and make sure you mend that relationship because they have done so much for you in certain instances. So what do you think about teacher or mentor? Could them be in be jealous of you? Could that be more damaging a teacher or a mentor? I guess I would have to choose a mentor because um, mentors actually come a little later in your life. Um, Teachers can always fail you. Of course. (laughs) They can always give you an F. They can always give you a C or, you know, whatever, not passing grade or tell you you have to do the project again or whatever, or, you know, kind of, bring you down before they bring you up. But a mentor kind of comes a little later in your life and they're trying to get you to where you're trying to go. Mm -hmm. And so if that mentor is jealous of you, they may steer you in the direction that they don't, that you don't necessarily see for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, you're going down this rabbit hole because you're like, hey, my mentor told me to do this. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you in this predicament where you did not think you were going to be. Um, so I definitely feel like in this case, it would be the mentor. I agree with you, but I agree for different reasons. So I've honestly been in a situation where I've had teachers jealous of me and jealous of the involvement of my parents. And I mean, you can just peep that energy. Like mm-hmm. I get my crayons taken and then this student, they got their pencils out. Why you didn't take their pencils? You can see I'm still mad about this. Mm-hmm. I used to get like, my conduct used to always be trash. Like, like in this one particular teacher class, any other class, I'm good. I used to always get in trouble in regards to speaking out or whatever. Like, this is fifth grade. I would never forget. <laughs> and she was just mad because any birthday I had, my parents come up there with, like, pizza and stuff. And I would always have a sleepover. And, you know, kids come back and they talk about that. And in the time, you don't know why this lady don't like you. Like, yeah. you have no idea. But now that I'm older and I can see that adults can be jealous of kids, too. Like, that's not oh, yeah. a far-fetched or stretch of the imagination. So I definitely agree that the um, mentorship is more damaging. One, you already have it because clearly I'm admirable of what you have. So I don't really right. know why you, to you be insecure about it. Exactly. It's like 
you're you're at where I'm trying to be. But a lot of people don't see it that way. They see it as, oh, well, she's trying to take over or she's trying to surpass what I was able to accomplish. I'm like, but isn't that the point? Like, right. Don't you, you want me to, to be right? there? Exactly. Like, I'm going to thank you in my thank you speech. Like, exactly. chill. You got me to where I need to be. Exactly. Exactly. And at the end of the day, someone helps you get where you are. People need people. So, you know, I, I definitely agree that a mentorship is going to be more damaging because it, it does happen later in life. And well, guys, that's all we have for tonight. So we're going to wrap it up with a quote. What we got? What we got? We definitely are. So I'm going to switch it up and I'm going to say two quotes tonight okay. instead of one. Awesome. Um, because I think that they are both, both have relevancy when it comes to the topic of jealousy. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is don't worry about people who aren't happy for you. They probably aren't happy for themselves either. Facts. That is absolute facts. <laughs> the second one is they want to see you do good, but never better than them. Remember that. <laughs> Preach. Preach. So keep those in mind whenever mm-hmm. you have those haters around you. Yes. Those are they're going to they're gonna happen and they're going to be there. Let those haters be your motivators. And that's all I have Definitely. to say. Definitely. Best revenge is your paper. There we go. Beyonce. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah, thank you guys. Have a See good you. one. Bye. <laughs>